We're back to the Neil Haley Show, and my guest today is former NFL player, player Glover Quinn. Glover, thanks for stopping by, man. And, you know, you talk about it. Did you always want to be an NFL player? Was that growing up you wanted to do that? Um, I can't say I always wanted to be an NFL player, but I did always want to be a professional athlete. Um, I was actually a basketball player before I was a football player. So I, want, I wanted to go to the NBA and be a basketball player, and then I kind of stopped growing as much and – you know, the way the scholarships worked out, I got a football offer first. And so I just said, okay, well, I'm going to take the football route. So let's talk about that. Like in basketball, the making the jump and saying, okay, football, it's going to take that route. Football was like the secondary. Your, your your mind was always on basketball, right? And you played football as well, two-sport athlete or more sports. But basketball was really your goal and dream. And that had to be challenging when you had to finally say, I'm no longer going to do basketball. I'm going to focus on football. I mean, you know, it was, I don't want to say challenging. It was just kind of like, this is what it was. You know, I was, um, I was really good at basketball and, you know, I wanted to be a basketball player. So actually going, when I left eighth grade, going into high school, I actually had quit playing football because I was actually going to be playing varsity basketball in the, uh, in the, as a freshman and the, the conflict of, basketball practice and freshman football practice was like, okay, well, if I do freshman football, then I won't be able to do varsity basketball. So I'm going to play varsity basketball. So I'm just not going to play football. And so I had actually quit football, didn't go to any other summer workouts or anything. And then um, the first day of school, I walked into the gym and there was literally really nobody in the gym. And all my friends had went to the field house to go to football practice. And so I'm kind of standing in the gym looking around like, man, I don't know. And I got lucky because the the coach that had coached me in middle school football, he had just moved up to the high school. And so um, they had been asking me to come and play and trying to make it work. But I was just like, nah, nah, nah. And so then the first day of school, I walk in the gym, didn't really see, wasn't really feeling it. It was like, you know what, man, I'm going to go play football. So I walk over to the field house Hey, coach, sorry. Uh, I kind of want to play football now. And he's like, well, go in there and get dressed so we can get to practice. So that's kind of how I started. So then I was a freshman practicing with the varsity football team and end up playing well enough as a freshman and to play varsity football. And then I left there and went and played varsity basketball. So they let you play two sports. It was more you thought this is going to be a challenge for you because you wanted to just right off the bat play varsity basketball. So by not doing that, did you get to play as a freshman in basketball too? Oh yeah. See, I I finished up when when my eighth grade basketball season was over with. I actually finished that year playing varsity basketball as an eighth grader. Oh, um, wow. and so I knew going into my ninth grade year that I was going to be starting varsity basketball because I was already in 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 the point guard that was uh, playing in front of me when I was an eighth grader. He was a senior, so I knew I was next in line already. And so that's why I was like, all right, I'm playing basketball. And, um, you know, going from football to basketball, it, it's just the it, – it's not a switch at the semester. It's a switch mid-year, right? When football season's over with in, in October, November, then you go right into basketball. And so having the practices in that same period, right? We we, we was on block schedule. 
So our fourth hour was sports. And so just going from varsity football to varsity basketball, I was just changing where I was going. So they didn't have a problem with me playing both. And they knew I was going to play both. I mean, I was, you know, I was that guy. Of the same. How did that feel to be that guy? I feel I'm more that guy now at 50 than I was that guy in high school. Even though I was a college basketball, I played college basketball. I was a pretty good high school basketball player. Played one year of football. But now I feel more that guy after pro wrestling career and now with the podcasting and entrepreneur than I did then. How did it feel being that guy at that age? I mean, I don't know no other way. I feel like I've always been that guy. Okay. Ever, ever since I started playing, I was, I mean, I can remember back to being in the third grade playing basketball, and I was I was that guy playing football. I didn't play organized football into the seventh grade, but I used to play around the house and on the playgrounds with my friends and stuff, and, I mean, they couldn't touch me then, and so – um, every team I've ever played on, I've always kind of been that guy. And so I don't really know. I mean, it didn't really bother me or affect me in any other way. You know, I was a good student. I was getting my grades. I didn't, I didn't want anything given to me, any shortcuts. I didn't, I didn't want you to take it easy on me because I was that guy. I wanted you to make me work because I am that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like push me like, and so I never probably took advantage of it in a way that most people would think you probably can get away with a lot of things because you're that guy. Nah, I was always, I was going to be the hardest worker. I was going to be the, that was just me. And I've always been like that. I was like that when I was a kid. I was like that in high school. I was like that in Juco. I was like that in New Mexico. And I was like that in Houston. I was like that in Detroit. I've always been like that. So here's the point. Is it hard work or talent? Both. I mean, I I think it's it's both, you know. I think I think it's both to get to get to the highest level. It's both. I mean, to play at lower levels, yeah, you can work hard and play. You know, you have some of these kids that just work really hard, but from a talent standpoint, they just don't have it to go to the higher levels. And then you have kids who are super talented and they could play when they're younger, but if they don't have the work ethic, once you get to the the higher college levels and the pros then they can't keep up because those guys are talented and they work extremely hard. And so I think to play at the highest level and and to, you know, even like high level college, I think it takes a little bit of both. You know, you got to have, you know, the talent to be able to do it, but you got to have the work ethic and the discipline to be able to perfect it or at least try to perfect it because you have to be able to perform, you know, when when you have to be able to perform when your number is called right and i think that's the thing that i like about football when i say i feel like football is probably the highest form of professional um i guess i won't say sports but just a professional in a sense of when you look at basketball, you look at baseball, you look at hockey, the best team always wins. Right. Right. The championships, the best team always win in football. The best team doesn't always win. Right. It's who was the best that day. 
you've seen plenty of times. You've seen a team that was nine and seven, the Giants nine and seven. They go beat a seventeen in those Super Bowl against the Patriots. Were the Giants a better team? No, the Patriots probably was the best team, right? The Giants just got hot at the right time. They played better that day. That's the to me. That's about being a pro. You got to be on every day in basketball team might get blew out by 30 in game one and come back and win game two and then come back and win game three and then go on and win the series why because they're a better team yeah that team can muster up enough and beat you one game but over the course of seven games we're gonna win more because we're just right. a better team and baseball the same thing right. can you teach talent can you teach talent I don't think you can teach talent. I think you can teach skill. I think you're born with talent. You know, I think you can teach, you can, you can show somebody a skill that they can like learn to perfect. I think talent is something that you have. And then, you know, as you work at it and you perfect it, you become very, 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 very skillful. But, you know, some people you just have a certain talent and you can just do it. It's like speed. Like some people are just fast and they can run. Right. I mean, you can teach somebody how to run faster, but you can't teach somebody how to be a 4-2 if they're just not 4-2 speed. Right. But most people come with great talent in the NFL, so it's up to hard work that's going to get work ethic and, and, and improvement and being a student of the game. Explain that when you went from college to the pros and, you know, you watch, you know, goofy shows like ballers or different things like that is it really is a, and like other behind the scenes it's really about putting the work in not just on sunday but the whole week right yeah can- i mean that that that's really what it is that's really what it boils down to is the work ethic the discipline the 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 ability to be able to do all those things you know a lot of guys in, in you know in the nfl they don't retire because of Sundays. You know what I'm saying? They love Sundays. They retire because of Mondays through Saturday. The the work, the training, the preparation, the studying, the time, everything that it takes to go out and be able to perform on Sunday. Sundays is the fun time. The the time in between, that's the hard part. And that's what separates a lot of guys. I sit here and I watch college football on Saturdays, and it's just like, man. You see college football and you you assume that everybody that goes to these big schools are going to the pros. And then you're like, man, a lot of these guys are not going to go pros. They're only going to take probably two guys off this team, maybe four. And you realize that, like, the difference in these guys playing college football and these guys going to the pro, a lot of it is the mental. A lot of it's mental. I mean, physically, a lot of these guys can play. They can run. They can – but – it's is can you have all these things going on in your head and you make the right decision at the right time, be in the right spot, be able to focus on the right thing, see the right things, understand all those things, the coverages. I mean, I'm a defensive back. So when I say coverages, you know, things change. One person moves, it changed the whole coverage. We was in one coverage, this person motion. Now we're in another completely different coverage. Can you compute all that in front of 80,000 people screaming in front of, you know, understanding that you're playing in the NFL and you're lined up across from Justin Jefferson and, you know, you just, I mean, can you do all those things? And a lot of times the mental part of it, they can't, they can't do. And so then you'll, you'll see why guys were super talented in college 
and they get to the next level and they they you just wonder why can't they why can't they play? It looks like they can't even play football anymore. And it's like it's just a different game. Interesting. Questions about biggest highlights in the NFL. What would you say your biggest career highlights? Mine? Well, I mean, I was a I liked I liked interceptions. You know, I liked catching the ball from 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 the opposing quarterback. So anytime I can get my hand on the ball from an interception standpoint, that was gonna be big for me. But and I and I intercepted a lot of the like big time guys. And you know, some of them in the moment of the game made them seem different. Um you know, when I picked off Drew Brees the first time, it seemed bigger game-wise than the second time I picked him off just because the first time I picked him off, they were trying to, you know, run the clock out, basically seal the game. I end up catching the interception. We go down and score. We win the game, right? So that was a huge interception. The next one I caught against him, probably we were just beating him, and it was a cool interception, but to me – it's still Drew Brees, you know. Right. It's still Drew Brees. I know the the moment of the game was different, but it's still Drew Brees, you know. Peyton Manning, that's still Peyton Manning, right? Like, I don't care what it is. Like, that's Peyton Manning, you know. Pick six and Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan, like those are still like big time players to me. Catching interception off Aaron Rodgers, like all those different things are just cool to me. And so, I mean, highlight wise, yeah, I mean, you got some cool plays. I mean, I had a sliding, diving, one-handed interception. That's cool. You know, like I say, pick six, that's cool. But, like, to me, making plays against some of those quarterbacks, all of them really are 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 highlights to me. Life after football, were you ready? Um, Yeah, I was ready. I was ready. I, I, I went into the game knowing kind of what I wanted to do, and I was blessed and fortunate enough to be able to do that. Like, I, I, I only wanted to play 10 years. That's all I wanted to play. I felt like if I was to play 10 years, and I used to always say this, if I could walk off the field after my 10th year, the last game, that it would it would be very difficult for me to walk back on. Um, and so when I left the field against Green Bay in 2018, we won 31-0. I knew that was probably the last time I was ever walking back on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, so – um, I was ready. I, I, I mean, I had gave it everything I had, you know, I played in every game except for one. I missed one game my rookie year. So, I mean, I had played a full 10 years in my opinion. I started every game. Once I started starting, you know, I started 148 straight games, you know, nine and a, over nine and a half seasons in a row. I started every single game played, so I felt like I had gave it what I what I had to give to the game, and then I was ready to move on and, you know, do something different. I always looked at football as a stepping stool into the rest of my life. I never looked at football as who I was. It was just what I did. So I did it for a time period, and it was time to move on. So what are you doing now? We'll talk about the podcast for sure, but what else? Uh, right now I do um, custom framing, and I'm a dad. <laughs> that's really okay that's the most important thing dad yeah. yeah i'm I'm a dad for sure and that was one of the reasons why i wanted to play and then be done because i just i wanted to be a very very intricate part of my kids life you know i got three three boys they're all athletes and 
You know, I just wanted to be, I wanted to be very intricate part in their life. I didn't want them to miss out on a lot of things childhood wise because I was still playing or trying to play ball and dragging them all over the place or not being home because I got to be at work for 16 hours that I'm traveling on the weekends and, and, you know, they're missing out on things or they're, they're not getting to really enjoy their childhood because daddy's still trying to play ball. And so I I wanted to play and then get out and, and really pour into them. And so I do that. And then, like I said, I do custom framing. I do, you know, I frame jerseys and pictures and whatever, whatever people want framed. frame I, I do it all. And do you do a lot of it online or locally more? Um, I mean, I, I do a lot of it locally. Um, I mean, I can do it. I can ship stuff. I, um, I've been in the process of, you know, getting the website built and all that. I kind of just do social media right now. Um, and then local stuff and it's cool. It's fun to me. I, I mean, I love I got several projects I'm working on right now. Paintings, people send me the, you know, frame a painting form. And that's great. Like I said, I got. I got probably three or four jerseys in there right now that I'm working on. Some newspaper articles. So yeah, it's cool. Keep yeah, it's busy. always great to have that in your in your den for sure. Now let's um go specifically to the podcast. Tell us about the Believe podcast you have. Well, you know, we I, I I'm I'm on the Believe podcast with uh, my my co-host Jack Cavanaugh, a uh, great guy, funny guy, it's a cool guy. And, uh, you know, we talk lines, you know, we talk the, the Detroit lines and, you know, what's going on, we talk their games, um, what to expect, what are we thinking, you know, how they match up against whoever they're playing. And, you know, we generally give you, um, you know, a pregame um, show. Then we give you a postgame show. Um, just kind of, kind of, you know get you ready for the game, tell you what to look for. It's a bunch of different things. It's a lot, but it's a, it's a good network. They got a lot going on with a lot of different teams. And um, yeah, for me, we do the Believe in Lions podcast. So we're actually going to be filming probably today, getting ready for the Thursday game against the um, Packers. Yeah. You got to be uh, like excited about the Lions this year. Think they have a good shot. I, I do. I think I think they are in a good position. You know, the Vikings are 0 3 right now. They're they're reeling a little bit. Um Chicago is, you know, got a lot going on over there. And so the Packers is the, you know, the one team that's right there with them. And, you know, they got a young quarterback. You know, they're two and one though. They found a way to win some games. I thought they would have lost Sunday against the Saints, but they they fall back and got a win. So they're they're a scrappy bunch over there. So it'll be a good game on Thursday night to, you know, see who will take the early lead in the in the NFC North division. Um, I think the Lions got a good chance. I think, you know, from a quarterback standpoint, they got they got a good good chance from a skill position. They can get the O-line back healthy, um, get Taylor Decker back out there. And, you know, some of those guys, I think, you know, O-line wise, they're strong, strong group. And then the defense played well, you know, Sunday. You know, they didn't play great against Seattle. But I think that's just a Seattle thing. I don't I just think something about Seattle that has, you know, Detroit's number. 
Um, but they played pretty good against um, Kansas City on opening night. And then they played really good Sunday against the Falcons. So I think the defense is, is strong enough to complement the offense. Um, and if the O-line get back healthy, I think they'll be I think they'll be the favorites to win the North. All right, where can we connect with you on social media? Where's place? Best place. Man, I'm everywhere on social media. I guess, you know, I'm on Instagram uh, at Glover Quinn. And then I got links to all my other Instagram pages. I'm on Twitter, uh, Glover Quinn Jr. Um, I'm on TikTok. (laughs) I'm everywhere. If If you just search my name, you'll find me. All right, we appreciate it, sir. It was great stuff, and we'll see what the Lions do this year. Appreciate it for taking the time. All right. All right, man. Appreciate you. All right, listening, watching the Neil Haley Show, and we'll be back in just a moment. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 